Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Finding Your Freedom podcast with me, Madeline. So happy to be here with you guys. Um, It feels so good to be back. And it feels so right. If you're new to the podcast, we talk all about finding your freedom, connecting to your true self, letting go of society's expectations, your family's expectations, and really just learning and tuning into the root of who you are. And in that process, letting go of the limits that hold you back from your freest expression of you. So super excited to have you guys here. If you've been listening to the show and you like it, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify as well. Helps more people find the show. Um, And if you're interested in working with me, there's some links in the show notes to book a reading. Those are always fun and pretty low-cost item and then some other stuff for coaching. So yeah, check that out. But I am so happy to be here with you guys today. I have been going through so many transitions and trying to balance the the feeling of, you know, setting plans into motion from like your heart and manifestations and then, you know, new things coming into your field and when do you surrender the plans and when do you you know, when do you stick to your guns? When do you let the universe bless you with an opportunity that you didn't expect? So yeah, there's been a lot and a big theme for me, I feel like lately has been decisions. And this episode is not about decisions, (laughs) but I will do one soon, potentially about decisions, because I think... I think decisions have been a big pain point for me and I am so happy that I did some work with learning, you know, intuition versus fear voices and, you know, really letting go of making these like really rational decisions, but making decisions from a place of intuition. And I believe our intuition is the voice of our soul, the voice of what is right for us and our body the voice of the path that our soul and spirit wants to be on in this lifetime. So super grateful for that and been thinking a lot back to San Diego and decisions there and how hard it was to trust intuition and how complex it became and really that I used to not struggle with trusting and that, you know, trauma and different events really make it hard for us to trust They make the outside voices stronger. They make it harder for us to hear our true voice and to trust it. And, you know, to not think that everybody else knows better for us than us. Like, we are the authority on us. And, of course, there needs to be a really high level of self-awareness within that construct because sometimes, you know, fears can hijack what you think is right, or you cannot be conscious of like a certain reason that you're trying to make a decision. So I think it's really important to pause with big decisions and get clear on those voices. But another thing that I also kind of wanted to say also related to all of this is 
that this episode is going to be talking about morning and nighttime routines. I've been wanting to do an episode like this for a while, but I think this kind of relates to the place I'm in right now of transition, of figuring things out, because, you know, when things get chaotic, when you're trying to make decisions, when, yeah, there's chaos in your life, like, I think it's really important to think about what grounds you. And routines ground you, you know, being in nature grounds you, meditating grounds you, but kind of more structured routines at night and in the morning, especially in the morning, really ground you in that space of chaos. So I'm going to take you guys through kind of what my morning routine looks like and what I think is beneficial for morning routines and then some of my like night routine practices as well. But yeah, for my morning, you know, I do the typical things like brushing your teeth and I put my contacts in, drink a glass of water. If you're really more into like kind of the health and wellness world, I drink lukewarm water, Um, but it is really good for digestion to drink Um, kind of warm water with lemon. So if that's something you're interested in. So start off your day with some water, getting your your body hydrated, and then (laughs) people might debate on this, and one thing I'll say as far as your routines is if you're a consumer of this health and wellness content or spirituality, sometimes the morning routine practices get really big and out of hand, and the, the whole importance of this is that you should enjoy your morning routine it should be something that is easy for you to stick with. So for me, that is, you know, treating my body like a queen with the water and then a really slow and intentional process of making coffee from French press coffee because that makes me feel like the first thing that I'm putting in my body is infused with love and care and that it's good. And I get pleasure just from the action of putting that together. So then I would say like the core part of my morning routine is, and I didn't say this before, and this may have to vary for certain people, but I, even at nighttime, after a certain time of night, maybe around 11 p.m., I put my phone on airplane mode and I don't take it off until until the next morning. And I think that's really important to give yourself some time in the morning and time at night to reflect on the day reflect on what you need to process because we live in a world where we can be with ourselves but we are not actually with ourselves like there is something that can always distract us on our phone whether it's just looking at information reaching out to a friend a message and it just like triggers our nervous system to feel like all of this stuff is imminent all the time so a really important part of this process is either airplane mode putting your phone away like If this is a new practice for you, even for 30 minutes, for an hour, you know, a lot of times I even do it for two hours. Um, So yeah, giving yourself some space without your phone and either on the notes app on your phone or in a journal. And I want to explain all of this in a way that makes this practice really accessible to all of you. So if you live with a partner, if you live with someone, at least giving yourself 30 minutes of alone time most or every morning. So putting your phone away and off, getting either a notebook or you could use your phone if it's on airplane mode and not distracting you and use kind of the notes app 
on your phone. So from there, every morning, the practice that I've kind of endorsed, and there's a lot of different variations, and you can find whatever works best for you, but every day I kind of tune into where am I at, you know, in my life, what am I processing, what am I going through right now, what is moving within me, what am I excited about, what am I nervous about, where do I need support? So I write an intention every morning, and maybe that intention will be surrender to this process and allow the answers to unfold for you. Or it will be you're allowed to open your heart, you're allowed to um, let love in. Or maybe it's you can be grounded while you're moving in this transition, whatever it may be. So setting an intention that aligns with the energies that you are feeling at that moment and at that time is really important. So, you know, from that place, you set an intention for the day. And then the time after that, you know, you can be writing or in your notes or just having some time just with your thoughts and checking in with the climate of your mind. It's some time to just check in with, you know, what was going on yesterday. And the thing about this practice, too, is it builds off each other. If every day you're taking time to not just jump into work, jump into a conversation, you become a person that is very able to regulate your emotions, to check in with yourself, to know yourself, to know how you're feeling, to know how the subtleties of your human experience are making you feel. And, you know, know when conversations are needed to be had and, you know, all all of those other subtleties. So, yeah, I think when we actually take time to sit with ourselves, we realize that There are all these things that need to be made peace with in our mind, whether it's a conversation or it just needs to be processed. So when you check in with yourself every day, you give yourself space to to process and to understand yourself and your feelings and to live a more intentional life, to live a more calm and peaceful life because you know every morning You are giving yourself time to feel and to process your emotions, time to be in your own energy bubble, and how beneficial this is and what your routine should be like. You know, that depends on you and who you are as a person, your astrology, your human design, you know, any other metrics or things that you know about yourself, they will inform this morning routine. I know I'm a person that needs to soak in my own energy. I feel most at peace when I am in Madeline's energy. I feel the most creative when I am in Madeline's energy. also feel very creative when I have outside experiences that inspire me. But that is a whole other podcast. So yeah, it's really about setting those intentions, sitting with yourself or a cup of coffee, two cups of coffee, three cups of coffee, whatever beverage you kind of want, and just taking this intentional time to to kind of journal and reflect and process emotions. And there can be variations of that too, of doing a structured meditation during this time, doing a yoga flow and a practice if that feels good for you. Um, yeah, whatever you need to start your morning, <laughs> having a good beverage, making sure, (laughs) all I'm going to say, just making sure your tummy feels good to start your day. Um, 
whether that's starting out with making yourself a nourishing meal or coffee. I know everybody's different there. So yeah, that's kind of the basis of my morning routine. And then my day starts out as, you know, taking my phone off of airplane mode or just checking in with my phone on things and starting off my day from that place, I think is really important. And, you know, starting off your day with like an intention, with a clear vision of who you feel like that day, of what you need, even in reflected in the makeup you want to wear, if you wear makeup, reflected in the outfit you want to wear, like how can I inwardly and outwardly reflect Madeline and how I am feeling today. So yeah, that's just an example of my morning routine. Um, DM me if you have a morning routine, if you just want to share practices, because I think this can be a really powerful tool for processing your emotions, feeling less anxious, checking in with yourself. Um, Also, like I said, some of it is processing emotions, but some of my best creative ideas for reels, for podcast episodes come in in my morning routine. So I think for any human, morning routines are kind of essential, Um, but also for creatives. And I just want to say, I talked about if you have a partner in here and kind of modifying that to give you some alone time. Um, If you have children, I can really not (laughs) speak to that, but I hope you're still able to coordinate with your partner and get alone time because you deserve to still have a little bit of time to yourself even in that really, really big transition. So as far as nighttime routines, I think something that is really key with with nighttime routines as well and I have to say and call myself out on I'm really good at my morning routine my morning routine gives me a lot of peace but I'm someone that has a hard time shutting off at night and I've like struggled with sleep overthinkers brain people unite (laughs) as long as I can remember um but really creating an intentional sleep practice that makes your body ready for sleep. You know, putting your phone on do not disturb in a different room on airplane mode. Um, And this is moving away from, which I'm realizing now that TV is not all bad. TV is art and movies are art, but really kind of moving away from this idea that you just watch TV right until you go to sleep. Like that's not really the healthiest for your brain or the way to exactly be super intentional. So if you do are a person that likes to do that after work, kind of shutting that off, putting your phone on airplane mode or something like that, and, you know, maybe having a stretching practice at the end of the day, meditating, taking a bath is perfect. I love to do that. Dimming the lights in your room, that helps prepare your body for sleep. You know, that is related to melatonin and cortisol. I also am realizing too through this podcast episode and just in general in my life that I have a lot of um, knowledge of different, (laughs) obviously neuroscience information, but a lot of health and wellness information, gut health stuff. So I definitely will be doing more podcasts about that. But yeah, dimming the lights, that's important for helping your body prepare for sleep Um, because in the body, light light stimuli and melatonin are interacting so 
dimming the lights, playing some calming music can be really good. Um, if you type in on Spotify, like sound bath, or if you have an app like Calm, um, they have little soundscapes and that can be really peaceful for getting kind of into that more tuned down delta state, doing yoga nidra meditations, which is a different type of yoga that kind of gets your brain to kind of shut down in a way. That can be really, really good. And yeah, another another practice, you know, just taking baths and showers, tuning in can be a good time to journal, to reflect on the day, to maybe do a gratitude practice and, you know, kind of reflect on what went well today. So like, especially if you're struggling or just reflect on how you're feeling at the end of the day and kind of journal on that and, you know, wash away the day in a sense with a meditation or a shower or a bath, whatever works and feels good for you. And this is just a good way to ensure your day is processed and your body is in a state of calm for sleep. And I wanted to say as well, I do some like (laughs) rituals and different things in the morning time. Um, rich by rituals I mean more like spiritual things with candles which (laughs) maybe I'll do another episode on that or like moon rituals for the new and full moon but nighttime can be a really good time and right when you wake up in the morning to tune into the subtle um, thoughts before your mind gets diluted and distracted and nighttime can be a good time for that as well when your mind is starting to calm down to do some more of those kind of ritual practices around the moons and moon cycles. So yeah, I think that's really all I want to say about routines. Um, I want to say as well that, you know, if you're living with someone or a partner or things like that, of course, (laughs) um, be adaptable and you guys can have these routines together as well. I'm getting a lot of insight on this lately. Um, And also being adaptable because I think these routines and practices are really important to uphold and set boundaries around because they are really beneficial. And if you start doing them, I think you'll uh, figure that out. (laughs) But also, you know, being flexible if you tend to be a person that can be a little bit rigid (laughs) around things, which I definitely know I've had a tendency to be rigid around things. um, And it's been fun to let go of those rigidities but so grateful for you guys. It feels so good to be speaking on here after a big transition and to to be coming back home to the sacred space of the podcast. And after I move through the portal of eclipses that are also starting soon, I have faith that in this transition, I will have a lot more clarity on many different things. So kind of with that clarity, I believe I will have a lot more space for the podcast. So stay tuned for some amazing guests soon. And yeah, all I can say is this year, 2022, has not gone how I planned. Um, But I'm grateful for those modifications, but ready to also move forward a little bit more in my podcast and business in ways that feel important and good for me. 
So sending you guys love. Hope you have a great week and you implement some of these routines to help ground, especially during eclipse season. All right. All the love, guys. Bye.